let's switch gears here because uh, you brought up something that I really want to talk about. Um, none of us are really religious, but we all had know a lot. We all know a lot about religion. So, um, oh, oh, because they are a cult. Don't don't get me wrong. Like I, that's why I wanted to understand. We are gonna. So you mentioned your background. Um, just so happens that we are our only patron. Shout out to the for the wheel is also. Uh, uh, you've met him. It's a, it's, it's a, it's a blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I don't know why I couldn't think of the damn name. I hope he's not watching. He might get mad. (laughs) But, um, shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Everyone shut up. (laughs) It's not true. It's all lies. You, you, you stop talking. (laughs) Anyway, we, um, we have a we have a we have a very uh, well worse knowledge of uh, the 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 Jehos the the witnesses the witnesses of Jehovah. Um. So why don't you? Uh, I'll let I'll let you lead I'll let you lead the way. So we we all know the basics, but but you said cult right? So I, I I'll be honest. Actually, it's funny you bring this up. I've been watching this YouTube channel. You may have heard of called Telltale. T-E-L-L tail. And this guy also is, um, he's on the autism spectrum, but he used to be, yeah, I, I, I wrote him in the chat and I'll, t- I'll, I'll yeah. Um, but he's an old, he's also uh, ex Jehovah's witness and um, has some pretty horror stories that he rarely touches on, but he does go into his background. But his whole thing is he goes into Jehovah's Witness um, shows for kids, for adults, anything they release. And he points out the propaganda and where it's wrong and why this is fucked and why this is a fucked religion. And he's been banned from the, the headquarters in New York. He's been banned. He's been banned from... Like he's at they he showed a newsletter where they talked about his channel and how you should never go near his channel. And he's just completely even-handed, but he talks about one thing I, I know you probably haven't seen, but you may have heard, and it's called Caleb and Sophia. And they're cartoons for kids. And he he ricks them apart because it's funny you say cult. Because that's the whole point. And so I want you to tell us about your upbringing. And I'm going to tell you uh, some of these Caleb and Sophia videos that Telltale has ripped apart. And uh, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna compare notes because some of them are brutal. But they're but they're put in like a happy kid version. So like I, I can't I can't wait to you to hear. I knew a friend who was Jehovah's Witness. It was nothing to do with the, the, the religion itself. But every time I went to this kid's house, his house always smelled like burnt pizza pops. I don't know what the deal was. That's how I just every time I've gone. There, <laughs> that, that's when you find out that's actually just the perfume they have. <laughs> every. <laughs> Jehovah's Witness, I get that smell in my mind of burnt pizza pops. I think. <laughs> Pepperoni or yeah, cheese? It's just, that, it's just that smell associational because this was the only person I knew. That all right, all right. <laughs> I really am not sure where to start with this. Like, like is there anything specific you want to know? All right, all right, all right. So. <laughs> We're throwing the pizza pops out. God damn it. Um, 
<laughs> Fucking okay. Um, so for example, um, one of the things he talks about a lot is whenever a kid does something that's not part of the religion, but you can't control them because you're in a public school, your job is to give them material. Be like, hey, I think you're going through this. Here, read this material on being a Jehovah's Witness. And you as a kid are supposed to go to other kids and encourage them to read this stuff. And one of the examples I'll give you is um, in this Caleb and Sophia video, Sophia goes to her mom and says, well, oh yeah, my friend, my friend Sarah and her two moms. And her mom's like, oh, she has two moms. And she's like, well, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, you know, Jehovah believes in one man and one woman. And he, he I'm going to give you, the, and you should tell your, you should tell your friend that she should live by Jehovah's ways. Now her parents, her parents have made their decision and we have to respect that. But you should tell your friend that this is what Jehovah believes. And here, you should give her this reading so you can do it with her. And according to Telltale, this is a real thing that happens. A real thing that so please. <laughs> I see that I see that that award-winning grin down there. I I, I feel like I hit a chord. So tell us. <laughs> Inside, I'm laughing. Inside, I'm seething with rage. What can I say? <laughs> perfect! Perfect! Welcome to the villains! <laughs> That's the first step. <laughs> um, it's... See, like, I know their organization, because that's what it is, has changed a lot in recent years. Um, I'm only learning about all the changes because I've actually been going into YouTube and finding like there's um one channel I'm watching called um XJW Critical Thinker and they I I really love their channel. I've actually reached out to them. Um I haven't gotten back to them on actually talking to them yet, but um That's cool. It's I, I I've recently seen these new videos and stuff coming out and it's so fucked up. Um Another thing I want to bring up is my entire, like, for some reason, you know, like, like once my dad remarried, his wife's daughter was in college and whatnot, but a lot for, like, most of, you know, history for J-Dubs, um, college and secondary school is very much frowned upon um, as... You're not going to need it in the new system of things. Um, you're going to need carpenters and plumbers and shit like that. You're not going to need lawyers and you know shit like or doctors because everyone's going to live forever in the new system of things, right? So um, they stunt your growth edu through education. They stunt your growth um, through learning who you are. You're not, you know, like you're not allowed to have sex till you're married, right? And, like... I'm oh, sorry. fuck that. Oh, sorry, did I say that out loud? Some people only did. Some people only did. So, no. Exactly! Exactly! Some people are very bad at sex. It's just... You gotta learn. You know, it's so fucked up. Exactly. And, like, so my mom came from a very fucked up family growing up. Like, she was born and raised. She was witness. She had... What was it? Four sisters and five brothers, so ten kids total. Oh. The um, my you know, my grandfather was not good to the kids. Um, 
not I won't say more, but um he went to prison. Um and you know, my mom left home at like 17 and married my dad. She was so my dad, my fuck, what was it? I think she was 17 and he was 31, 32 when they got married. Um and she had me at 19. Um, my dad got into the religion at 13. His parents became Jehovah's Witness because um, the world was coming to an end. So, um, you know, I actually have a picture of my dad in front of his Christmas tree as a kid, and he is the most controlling, manipulative piece of. <laughs> oh my God, I can't even. Um, and it's not like. That's nothing unusual, like, from everyone I've ever talked to about Jehovah's Witness. And going to the Caleb Sovia videos, if you watch Telltale, that is ingrained. Like, you listen to your parents. You listen to your father. Yeah. you. If your father says it, it is law. Your mother is second in command. It is, it's, it's, and that's just, that's just ingrained. Like, I, oh, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. It's, <laughs> it's really fucked up, man. Like, <clears throat> fuck, let me take a sippy here. <laughs> oh, please, what are you drinking? Tell our fans. A strong basic bitch beverage. A strong basic big beverage. So you're stringing like a, so like a cooler. Hashtag sponsor. Uh, that's good. Hashtag sponsored, not sponsored. That'll be our our first drink if we ever make one. The villain's basic bitch. <laughs> the villain's basic bitch. <laughs> basic bitch brew, <laughs> and it'll be my face on it. Can I design the taste? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, but so did you ever have to, were you ever encouraged by your dad to go and talk to other children about joining the religion? Uh, my dad was actually pretty lazy and he worked nights at Canada Post, you know, so he could do whatever the fuck he wanted at night. Um, <clears throat> so not really. Um, it wasn't, um, it wasn't until he uh, got the new wife that uh, all of a sudden, Everything had to be picture perfect. Um, so, yeah. Um, what's funny about that is when we all moved in together after they got married, um, his mom moved in with us, too. She was living with us. Like, honestly, she took care of me and my sister more than my dad did after my parents split. So, um, yeah, so we all moved in together. And my grandma was the first one to get kicked out. And then me. <laughs> So yeah, that was a loving father right there. I'll tell Your you what, mother out. Wow. Yeah. Uh, because him and uh, her and his new wife weren't getting along, and so she left. She, you know, left. I think you know more so he kicked her out. Um, so that really sucked. <clears throat> and then after I graduated high school, um, I went to state for a semester, and then I had to drop out. I didn't have enough money to continue. And then I started working at a gas station. And then one day I was like, you know, in my room sleeping. And then he sends me a text. Yo, can you come upstairs for a minute? I was in the basement room. 
And my home, you know, my dad, my stepmom, stepsister, and my sister were all around the table. And basically, they were like, we want you to leave. <laughs> we're bringing our family down. So yeah, I just I remember I remember crying, not being able to hardly breathe or speak. I was like, well, my life's over. I have nowhere to go. Um, you know, all that fun stuff. So <laughs> that was a minute. I think I, I think I can confidently say by your story that it was not you doing yeah, I, I, I can confidently say I agree with that. Just listening to your story, I, I'm pretty sure it wasn't you. Fuck, man, you have more... Fuck, if if that ever happened to me, man, I would unload. I'd be like, no, you can kick me out, but you're all pieces of shit, and there's why. The hardest, the hardest fight to deal with. Oh, it's not, though. Once you get angry, once you hit that tipping point, family is easy to deal with. Because you just speak your mind and it gets things done. That depends on who how I you am today. Who I am today is a very savage person when it comes to that kind of bullshit. If they were, you know, if I still had to deal with that kind of shit today, I wouldn't fly. I would, I would throw so many words, maybe a few hands. Um, but like back then, because of how I was brought up and I was fat, I had no friends. I had fucking nobody. Um, like, my dad's mom is the only fucking person I, who even gave a shit. When he kicked me out, he told her, don't give her any fucking money. She would give me money. She would make sure I was okay. That's awesome. Nobody else. No, nobody else. That's good. When he kicked me out. He kicked me out. My mom's like, well, you're not moving in with me. So, like, <laughs> actually, I lived with her for six months, and she charged me $900 a month to live with her. And then she kicked me out one day for no reason. And I got laid off my job, and she still kicked me out, so. Man, my cousin did almost the exact same thing to me. Fuck. It's bullshit. Do you you still talk with any of your family? Like, you don't have to answer that, but. Oh, I'll I'll say whatever. I don't care. Uh, (laughs) I talk to my sister once in a while. Um, She's not really supposed to. Oh, she, she, she got indoctrinated, eh? Here's the thing. Um, so after after my dad kicked me out, I rented a, a room from this guy, construction worker, for about six months. Um, he was fucking fucked up. Like, he had a deaf girlfriend. He did coke. He would get drunk and fucked up and beat her. And just, it was really bad place to be. My mom was like, come live with us, but we're going to charge you rent. I'm like, fuck whatever. $900 a month. But she kicked me out after six months. I paid that shit. Kick me out. Whatever. A lot of money for a room for your kid. Yeah. It's a lot. Um, so yeah. after that, um, I got laid off my job. I crash moved into this basement suite. Um, and that day I moved in, I had no job. My sister decided she's going to leave my dad's house and come live with me. So that lasted about six months. She um, she went through it too. Um, she would get in these weird moods and she would like, her friends would come over. She'd get in this weird mood. She'd literally flip her desk with all her art stuff on it and then leave for three, four days and come back. Um Six months after she moved in, um, like I, I, I did get a job. I started training to be a dog groomer, so I, I did have an income. I was doing okay. My sister, about six months later, I came home one day and um, she was not okay. Like she didn't have an actual room. She just had a mattress in a main living area. So 
Um, she was just fucked up. I called 911. Turned out she took probably 60 something sleeping pills. Um, and I got her there. I, you know, ambulance got her there just in time. Just in time. So she ended up moving back in with my dad and ended up becoming a full fledged Jehovah. That being said, she's. I don't know if I should say it, but I don't know if she believes it or not. I mean, she's practicing. She's but they, I don't know her truth. I don't. They broke her. I'm not comfortable saying, essentially, I'm not comfortable saying what, you know, like. Yeah, no, you're completely, I completely understand. But like the way, from what you've laid out, what you have said that you can is like, it just sounded like broken. Like you're two broken people. And at that point, they're like, fuck it. Yeah, let them go out into the world. Let them see what the world's like. They'll, they'll come back. Fuck it. And you were lucky. You you were able to actually get out. But your sister, she got fucking real back in. The same thing happened to my buddy. Um, his sister and him, as soon as they, they both got cut out together, and my buddy was able to was able to keep away. But after about four years, the, the sister crawled crawling back, and now she's gone. Like... You're right. It is a fucking cult and they know it. They know they do not prepare you for society. They do not prepare you for life and they do not prepare you for social interactions. So they're like, yeah, fucking leave. We'll be back in a year because you don't know any fucking other thing. It's just, it's either make it or break it at that point, right? Man. And that was her lowest point. I wasn't mine because, like, I was cutting at that time. Um, I had been cutting since probably 16, 17, right? So, um, you know, I it wasn't till so after that, I moved out of that place as fucking fast as I could. Couldn't be there after dark by myself. It fucked me up. So I moved into an apartment by myself. And um, from... That was my first official Christmas by myself. So my one of my old friends, she came with her dad, picked me up, and I spent the next few years with them every Christmas. And that was one, you know, like having people outside of the religion growing up um, is so important, um, especially if you want to leave. Uh, like you got to plan that shit ahead of time, and you got to keep it fucking quiet. <laughs> And now that you've had to experience um, more than a few Christmases, you now realize why a lot of people say, I fucking hate Christmas. So now, now welcome to the other side of that. <laughs> birthdays, though. I, I don't know how you don't celebrate birthdays. That's just so evil. <laughs> it's funny, because when I was a kid, like, I wanted to do all those things too so bad, and it's like, I didn't know I didn't want to be a Jehovah's Witness when I was a kid. My sister knew that I didn't want to be one way before I did. Um, it's funny how that worked. And it's also funny, because growing up, she was always saying, like, we always kind of would talk about the future and how she was probably just going to fuck off and disappear, and I would stay and take care of the family, and it completely reversed. We all live in the same city, too, and I have literally almost <sighs> nothing to do with anybody. Um, and, yeah. <laughs> so what I hear is deep down, you wanted a pretty princess Disney birthday party since you were a little girl. And nothing would make you happier than seeing me and 
Brett walk out in pink tutus and fairy wings with all your friends and have like a pink friends and and have the most frilly like little girl birthday party for you. That is that is that what I'm hearing? Is that is that is that what I'm hearing? We'd love a surprise party, but I'm never going to ask for it. Plain and simple. That's, that's the point. It's a party. D- this, uh, it sounds like it's been put into the air. It sounds like it's been put into the air. And I have his number. Oh, this this, this could be fun if you forget. Oh, this could be fun. <laughs> if you forget. Because nothing, because I would not tell you and nothing would be happier, make me happier than walking home and seeing me and Brett in pink spandex in your kitchen. With tutus. I can make you. Yes! Please! John, John. John. You're at a 10, I need you at a 6 for a moment. If you're going to contact anyone, contact Varesh. Oh, yeah. I got to piss again, I'll be right back. Varesh and Ben. I'll contact Ben too. I'll drag Ben from from BC. Exactly, because you know he'll do it. You know he'll do it. <laughs> here in September, with no notice, he showed up at the garage at Eau Claire Market when I was on the patio. Walked up right behind me. Yeah. I, I know the people to call. I know the people to call it. <laughs> Exactly. Yes, but yes, I can make you the perfect princess dress for the occasion. In case anyone's wondering, that is the cat. Oh. If, if I, I wish I could. I wish the cat that was here like, would show off. He is, he is a loaf, and he is the biggest chub I have ever seen. <laughs> he is a loaf. <laughs> I thought you were. I thought you were trying to say he is a loaf, but then you said the second sentence. I'm like, oh no, he meant loaf. <laughs> he sits on the armchair of the couch. He takes up the entire armchair. The entire arm of the chair. Of course he does. He's a he's a he's a fatty. He's a he's a big boy. I love fat cats. They're so cute. Well, we're com- we're we're coming down to our to the last to the last few minutes. Um, I suppose we'll we'll close out with with one last with uh, one thing I did want to ask. Um. What? I feel like that went by really fast. Yeah, I feel like the hooping was very brief. Yeah, like, that's because because someone didn't want to talk about it. Okay, okay, let's let's end on the hooping because I I, I want to actually ask you about some of your hooping moves because I've watched you do it a long time, and like I, I want to know. At what point can you start lighting those hoops on fire? Ooh, yeah. I ha- I've had a fire hoop for probably two years. What? Where are those videos? Huh? <laughs> no, okay, so I've never burned it, and I don't... It's hard. Okay, so... Of course it's hard. Hoop- it's fire. <sighs> It's more the hoop community because, like, I wanna, I wanna do it with someone who's done it before. But like, I, I, I'm not really tight with a lot of people in that community. So, 
But that being said, I have like six LED hoops and I just got two more in um, recently and I'm really pumped on those because they're light as fuck. Those are pretty sick. Those LED hoops. No, I have no hips. Like, no, like a wrist hoop or like a waist hoop and things like that. Like, I don't know. A wrist hoop? Like a bracelet? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, hear John, I hear John going, I have no hips. Anybody can hoop. You just need the proper size. And dollar store hoops are fucking garbage. Plain yeah, and simple. Get, get, if you, if you want to do waist hooping, like literally anyone can do it. I can. I could do it when I was fucking 300 pounds. Um, just get some tubing from like a hardware store and make it so it comes up to like your waist or even higher. The bigger the hoop, the easier it is to do. Mm. That makes sense. Centripetal force and all that. A lot of people think it's like, oh, it's going to be really hard if it's bigger. And I'm like, it's actually like painfully way easier. easier. Yeah. Way easier. Yeah, makes sense. Like the smaller hoops are harder. Yeah. That, that makes sense. Or medicine goes crazy. That being said, it's my like, I don't like waist hooping or body hooping. I prefer the technical trick shit because it's more fun. Um, it's more flashy. Yeah. It's also more danceable. I do. I watch you dance around with those hoops. I'm still waiting for you to throw them like 50 feet in the air and then light them on fire. Then rip them through a crowd. <laughs> that will be the next season. That's that, That's how you get your superpowers. That's how you get your superpowers. You, you light a hoop on fire and start ripping it through the crowds of dude bros at Shambhala. <laughs> I got your beer here, bros. <laughs> can't even bring my hoops outside in the yeah. weather. They'll crack. Oh, boy, yeah. Oh, so well, yeah, it's like minus 40. Everything cracks. It's ridiculous. So, yeah. Not in the middle of summer. Plastic's not made. Plastic's yeah. not made for... It's not in the middle like, of summer. For $600 per hoop, it's like not worth this, it. This, wow. this temperature shatters, shatters piping. So, yes. Are they like custom made in the... Mines of Erebor by the great dwarves of Schmogginrog? Like <laughs> a computer inside a hoop. I can plug it into my Mac and I can like create my own patterns and like can customize literally anything. There's motion reaction. I know you've told me this before, but the, 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 the future, man. You get to program your own hula hoop for your hooping experience. <laughs> What a better way to sell it. I have four I have four smart hoops and then two are just like one pattern. That's it. They're I, I really want a hoop that has like Siri's voice and as you're hooping be like talks to you. <laughs> talks to you. Would you like to purchase this new thing? <laughs> We've noticed you've already done four hundred revolutions. Would you like to make sure you take a break by getting an ice cold freshing nice tea located at the 7-Eleven four blocks away? Would you like directions? <laughs> Smart hoops. If you like to if you if you head now and hoop your way there, you'll get there in fifteen minutes. <laughs> Would you like us to plot you a course? And there's like an, an arrow that shows on the hoop <laughs> where you should be. And, yeah, and, it's, and, and instead of a walking train, it's a, a person with a little ring around them. Well, oh, I'm sorry. At that point, we are at the end of the show. It is 60 minutes. I would like to thank Lucid Lullabies for coming on to the show. This was a lot of fun. Thank you so much. Um, no yeah, no, it was great. Thank you so much. Um, 
As always, we have the elusive gentleman, Insaniac, Saravike, No Grease Goblin, and I am Sivor, and we are the villains of the Vels Talk Show. I'm say thanks to Logsbro. Check out their podcast stuff. If you want to start your own podcast, go to their website. They're wonderful. We started ours there. It's free. It's amazing. Do it. It's great. Check out the thing. I'm sorry you had nothing better to do, but I'm glad you spent it with us here. And that's the show. There's the loaf cat. Where's the loaf cat? I had the loaf cat. That's 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 the loaf cat. You can't see anything. Loaf. Oh, there. That- oh, my goodness. That is a fat cat. Look at that loaf. <laughs> He's a thick boy. He's a thick boy. You're just making fun of a cat. And this is how we end the show. <laughs>